comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. now recording and this is out now with aaron and abe i am aaron and as always this is abraham vampire non-slayer perfect hi <laughs> hola <laughs> out now is a film podcast which has abe and i discussing new movies weekly we also bring in a little discussion about the latest movie trailers box office results and predictions a retro review that has to do with the main feature of the week games and other fun stuff and boy do we have some other fun stuff for this week um this week we are talking about Ghost Rider, The Spirit of Vengeance, the new mm-hmm. sequel to the first Ghost Rider film that all of us, well, we that was certainly a movie. This is episode <laughs> 45, and joining us to discuss Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance, uh, we have writer for Damn Dirty Blog and the one man who's always ready for more marshmallows, Jordan Grout. Hello. <laughs> and writer for the VHS Diaries and the one man who I believe will one day may very well collect every single Pokemon, Alan Aguilera. Even the clitoris. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, a few announcements before we get underway with things. iTunes reviews and ratings. Um, sending a shout out to uh, Labyrinth3434, whoever you are, you gave us a new iTunes review, so thanks for that. And I liked it. If you want to, yeah. If, uh, you know. Want to be cool? I read on iTunes and I liked it. <laughs> it, it. It was probably something that was very simple for that person to do. It's very easy. Just, you know, a, re- a reviewer rating on iTunes. Really, really cool to do. It promotes the show. It's nice, easy, quick, and simple. So, yeah, thanks again, Labyrinth3434. Also, we last week did a commentary for Ghost Rider when it was posted. And boy, was that an episode that we recorded. Um, you probably don't even need to watch the movie to listen to it. It's pretty, it's pretty something. Uh, shout, also, another shout out goes to Callum, who listened and quite enjoyed our commentary. So thanks for listening to that. Yeah, thanks, Callum. I thanks, Callum. noticed our logo. Yeah, he he noticed our logo as well, which has you know, if you really look at it, there's some there's some there's some little things in there that we kind of we kind of like. So that's why it's our logo. Um, another thing in in every episode we have um. Well, we prepare the uh, kind of the write-up for the episode, and I always include a lot of show notes for all the things that we tend to reference in the show and whatnot. And they're certainly worth checking out if you if you know if you never noticed that we actually have show show notes in the uh, the actual written write-up for every episode that we have. Uh, they're out there, and we also have little Easter eggs at the end of every episode. I don't know if anybody's been you know sticking around when we get to our closing song, but Abe likes to have some fun with the editing, so uh, you know, stay tuned at the at the end of every show. <laughs> It's been doing it since, uh, well, since our bonus episodes, actually, I think. Oh. Yeah. 
All right, so with that out of the way, let's get to know everybody, where we each ask each other some questions, try to get to know everybody and set the tone for the episode. So let's uh, let's start with Abe. Sure. Yes. Alan. Yes. Would you have liked Ghost Rider as an animated cartoon or with Muppets? Still voiced by Nicolas Cage. <laughs> How is that a real question? Muppets all the time. Yeah, it's always Muppets. <laughs> well, because oh they, they had the animated segments, and it looked actually pretty cool with the animated segments. Yeah, but still Muppets. Yeah, I mean, yeah, animated segments are cool, but Muppets, I mean. I mean, come on. That's not even, come on. I would go with Muppets as well. I think okay. the follow-up question is obviously what Muppet would be playing Ghost Rider. Ooh. Animal, probably? There you go. <laughs> Duds. <laughs> Jordan. Yes. What is your least favorite comic book adaptation? Green uh, Green Lantern. Okay. I guess this goes to Aaron. Okay, scenario. They're making Ghost Rider 3. Would you like either Brad Bird, Jean-Pierre Junet, or Lars von Trier to direct it? <laughs> you threw me that Lars von Trier curveball, but I don't want like my Ghost Rider movies to mess with my, like, feel like I got kicked in the groin feeling, so that's out. But, um... What's his name? Jean-Pierre Jeunet, right? Yes. Of uh, Amelie and Alien Resurrection face. <laughs> both both of those. Um, I would go with him, actually. I like it. I like. I think he could bring something really interesting to it. It's like I. I feel like he's kind of in that realm of kind of the, like uh, with like Guillermo del Toro, like those directors where they really they definitely know how to put things have a they have a very nice way of visuals that would you know benefit things. So I, I'd like to see that. Awesome. All right. I'd say Lars von Trier, but whatever. Yeah, well. <laughs> Alan. Yes? What Nick Cage film desperately needs a sequel, excluding Ghost Rider? Oh. Oh. Leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> what would it be called, besides returning to Las Vegas? Back home in L.A. <laughs> Redemption at Reno. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> It's writing itself. <laughs> Alrighty. Aaron, Nicholas Cage has played Ghost Rider. What other superhero would you like to see him play? Aquaman. 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 If you, I want to see Nick Cage in a green Speedo yelling at fish underwater. Well, he does that like every night anyway. <laughs> I figure he probably just, just jumps into the sea, just you know, screaming at screaming at like mermaids or whatever, <laughs> whatever he encounters in his adventures. Dealing with Batman and the and the rest of the team as they make fun of him because he's Aquaman. That's that's the Nick Cage superhero movie I want to see. In, oh, in, oh, far out, yeah. In three D. Would he be blonde? Of course, he'd be blonde <laughs> like Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, Jordan. Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance was directed by Neville Dean Taylor. They brought us the Crank films. What scenario should Chev Chelios have to deal with in Crank Three, Three D? I assume. D- did you see the movie The Duchess? <laughs> yes go on can it be kind of like the duchess but with uh jason statham i think you need, you need to lay out for our listeners what you're describing chef chelios needs to go through in order to pull off a duchess in a crank film nothing <laughs> just just watch the duchess <laughs> so he he needs to uh stay alive to to keep the princess from escaping from from her whalebone cage. So he's like constantly fighting off like guards and things while protecting Kira Knightley in a cage. Yes. <laughs> Can Chev Chelios be like a pirate? Because I hear they love sunken chests. Uh... <laughs> you can uh, bring in 
some of uh, that movie Kinsey as well. This is a very odd crank movie that we've turned out here. Okay, question. Okay, um, this is just to, to anybody. The the next uh, Ghost Rider villain, would you rather it be Christopher Walken or Michael Shannon? Damn it. Christopher Walken. Walken. Both. Walken. Michael Shannon is Christopher Walken's son. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, Jordan. Yes. What is an alternate movie title for this movie, uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, that you personally feel would be more fitting? Um, Ghost Rider Not Enough Piss. <laughs> <laughs> Acceptable answer. Oh, God. <laughs> there isn't. It's true. Ghost Rider 2 Judgment Day. Oh. That's actually pretty fitting. All right. Well, that was no everybody. <laughs> uh, oh, I have a question. Yes. Is this going to be the highest rated podcast? Yes. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for Movie Trailer Talk, where we discuss a couple of the latest movie trailers. And uh, this week we have a couple here. And the first I want to start off with, which I've been wanting to start off since I saw it at the beginning of last week, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. <clears throat> this is the... The new film based off the book, also titled Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, uh, which is directed by Timur Bekmembetov, who uh, previously directed well, a couple of very popular films in Russia, Night Watch and Day Watch, which are popular kind of uh, Russian films. And then he moved over here, directed Wanted with uh, James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie. And this is his latest movie. It's, if you can't guess what it's about, it's about Abraham Lincoln. Vampire <laughs> 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 Hunter. Um, <laughs> and uh, I mean this is basically a teaser which is basically just kind of the Matrix meets presidential politics <laughs> but um, it's uh, it's very much set during during Abraham Lincoln's tenure as president and he w did hunt vampires in this alternate kind of universe so if all that kind of said movie basically just establishes kind of the tone it's going for so what did you guys think Jordan? Oh I can't wait I'll be there opening night love it Abe? Yeah, I can't decide if it's awesome because it's retarded or awesome because it's awesome. Uh, so, awesome yeah, because I'm, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm kind of leaning more for that way, too. But, yeah, it looks pretty dope. Alan? Um, I read the book, and I really like the book, but I don't remember reading it in that much slow motion. You know. <laughs> I just, I don't know what they're doing. But I'll, I'm down. Opening night, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. I'm the same way. I've read the book, and I really enjoy the book. And yeah, this is very much something that's taken to the extreme. And but uh, you know, I'm looking forward to it. To separating, I could, I, I feel like I can separate myself from the book pretty simply for a movie like this, which is just going to be crazy over the top. Abraham Lincoln doing super jump flips, slaying vampires, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looks, looks, looks fun. Looks like a, looks like a, looks like a fun over the top kind of movie. And it involves Abraham Lincoln. Who doesn't really, like Abraham Lincoln? It looks really campy. So I'm down. I, I, I hope it's played super serious. That would just make it more fun. And then we get uh, Martin Luther King's uh, I Have a Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that a real thing or do you just make that up? No, I just made that Pretty up. good. Pretty good. Green light. Pretty good. I'll give credit where credit's due. It's pretty good. Uh, okay, well, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, the very stylish looking trailer, which we, it has that Johnny, that, uh, Johnny Cash... <laughs> narration of sorts just the, the end of his song when oh that's right yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes around yeah. and i was like yeah this is what it's going for okay <laughs> that's that's funny well yeah abraham lincoln vampire hunter it comes out june 22nd 2012 so this summer <laughs> it's, it's coming um next up oh man we have a movie called space jail 
It's not called Space Jail, but it should be. It's called a lockout. And it starts Guy Pierce and Maggie Grace. And it involves Guy Pierce playing Kurt Russell as a man who's trying to, I guess, help some, the president's daughter escape from space jail. Obviously, it's set in the past. No, it's set in the future. And uh, <laughs> it looks basically like Escape from L.A. or New York, whichever one, but in space. So, with all that said, what do you guys think of, of Lockout? It looks like a lot of fun, but I hope it's more Escape from New York than Escape from L.A. That's the best way you could put it. Yeah. I love Escape from L.A., <laughs> but yeah, I'll see it. <laughs> I've got my reservations. That's uh, Guy Pierce. Come on. It's Guy Pierce, like true. channel. They literally like the, the, the a buffer looking Guy Pierce. Uh, yeah, he looks. He's playing Kurt Russell though. Like that. That has me intrigued. It's from the. It's from like the. It's, what, what's his name? Snow. Piercing glare. Yeah. It's got Maggie Grace probably not playing the. Well, no. I actually I hope Maggie Grace, Grace is playing her same role as she played in Taken. Okay. Yeah. You know, especially mentally challenged child. But yeah, um, lockout. Yeah, it looks looks pretty cheesy, but in a kind of fun cheesy way. So you know, we'll see. See how that goes. It's a perfect, perfect precursor for the movie we're talking about today. That's, that's definitely for sure. Um, Lockout comes out April 20th, 2012, but let's just move away from that now and get to the movie we're talking about today. And it is, of course, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. There's good and bad in all of us. It doesn't matter how far you run. There are some demons you just can't escape. I need your help. This child is in danger. Daddy! I don't save people. If you don't help, the devil will have a new form, one more powerful than he's ever known. And a shadow will fall upon the earth. Save the boy and lift your curse. I've made a lot of mistakes. Danny's the one good thing I ever did. That being the case, we better make sure he doesn't turn out to be the Antichrist. Okay, so that was a bit of the trailer for Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, sequel to the 2007 Ghost Rider film, which has not been met with too much acclaim since it came out. But now we have the sequel, directed by Neville Dean Taylor, who brought the previously brought us the Crank films, and this time around... Set several years later, Nick Cage is Johnny Blaze once again, who has now kind of isolated himself out in Eastern Europe, attempting to kind of keep the writer at bay because he just can't control its craziness. But things get complicated when a drunken French priest, played by Idris Elba and Barreau, brings Johnny Blaze the challenge of finding and protecting a boy who has been the product of some satanic issues and uh basically uh the, the the devil himself rourke as he's called in this film played by chiron hines he um uh, he's after this boy and uh, johnny blaze needs to protect the boy and keep him safe or else this boy may turn out to be the antichrist so with all that said the writer's gonna have to come out and do some justice in order to you know keep things ablazing so with all that said jordan what did you think of ghost rider spirit of vengeance um, it's a pretty awful film, but I, I had a lot of fun with it. Um, it. It's 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 an entertaining hour and three minutes. I felt, um, although the 3D, I kind of watched it the same way I did with Clash of the Titans. Uh, the glasses were off half the time, so um, that that gimmick failed for this movie. But yeah, I I didn't hate it. I'll admit it's a terrible film. 
Alan? Probably the worst movie I've seen in years and still, still was kind of worth my money. Um, I can't recommend it, nor will I, but it is quite the experience. <laughs> there are moments in the film. There are moments where it's so incredibly terrible. Yet it just rectifies itself the next thirty seconds by how terrible it is. There are moments in the film where you're like, "Oh, they're not going to do that." Oh God, they're really doing that. <laughs> oh, oh, they are. Oh, that's fantastic. I wish you had an R rating. I really, there. I've never wanted to see a movie have an R rating as much as I wanted this movie to be R. <laughs> I, just, I was just curious what they were going to do with it. Uh, Nicholas Cage is tear amazing. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I want to know what he's on. I, I'm glad he's on cocaine, but I don't. I don't know what else. I don't know what. I don't know what's going on in this movie at the time, and it's amazing. And the people in this movie are better than this, except for the guy who played, except for Nick Cage and Denny. Oh, and Christopher Lambert is in it, so I thought that was funny. Definitely be one. <laughs> yeah. Well, quick little eighty, uh, quick little wrestling reference. He looks like Akushi, which is a wrestler that had tattooed stuff all over his face. I thought that was weird. <laughs> I, I don't care if three of you get it. I don't. I don't care. Uh, I, that's what it reminds me. That's the kind of fans going in the show notes. Oh, good. Akushi. It's a Japanese wrestler. You used to, forget yeah. it. You know what? Uh, yeah, it's yeah. Just go, Abe. What do you think of the film? Yeah, it was pretty awful. Um, but did I hate it? No, I didn't hate it. I hated. Uh, I hated Sucker Punch more than I hated this. I was never really bored with it, but I knew that it was ridiculous. Something ridiculous is going to come around the corner. Everybody laughed a lot of the time. Uh, even all these old people that are sitting, I was sitting near. I think one of the positives I liked about it was like costume design. I liked the way that there was like the boiling oil and it looked a little bit more awesome and gritty. But um, yeah, it was just dialogue was terrible. I mean, I think that there I, almost everybody in the credits was from like Eastern Europe, so I guess that's how they kept the cost low. Yep. Um, and it was just yeah, it was really awful. Uh, but Nicolas Cage, kudos to him for you know maybe giving the people what he what they what he thought they wanted. But uh, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, it's pretty awful. Okay, clearly you guys watched some different movie than I did, because Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance was... That was something. That was a movie. The, oh, man. Okay, so there's a scene where Nick Cage is asked what it's like for him to pee when he's the writer, and he replies that it's awesome. But this movie goes... I mean, obviously it's awesome. I mean, if you're the writer, you just know you just know that's the answer. But this movie... Neville and Taylor go to the extra length of showing how awesome it is. They literally have him peeing out flames as a flamethrower. That's not, that's not all. It, it cuts back to Nick Cage mimicking the motions of the Ghost Rider pissing flames and going... To this young boy who's asked him this question. And then it cuts back to the Ghost Rider who looks back and nods... Oh, yeah... That's the movie that I watched, and it's amazing. I I have no idea who I'm supposed to recommend this movie to, but someone's going to go see it and enjoy it like I did because it was so much fun. I was watching this movie in theaters in 3D, which is not really necessary. You can skip 3D. But it's like, it's all over the place, gonzo insane. The best thing I can say about Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance is that it feels like a comic book. It feels like you can just take stills, you can take sequences out of this movie and put them into frames and, of panels, and it, it, it'd read like a comic book. I'd love to see an R-rated version of this movie. I'm hoping that there is one when it comes out on Blu-ray, like, which I'll watch again because it's so ridiculous. But oh, I'm gonna buy. But it. even even as a yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna get the ultraviolet digital copy. But the uh, even as a. Even as a PG-13, it's pretty hardcore for a PG-13. They find kind of clever ways to get around what it's, you know, 
how intense some of the situations are, despite there being, you know, a lack of blood. But, you know, I, I can you can focus all you want on, like, how bad the story is. And the story is pretty bad. It's a lot, Sometimes it's pretty nonsensical at times. But there's a, there's a lot of, like, good things, I think, in this movie in terms of, yeah, like, the, you mentioned the costume design, Abe. I think there's a lot of, like, clever kind of art production values in, like, what they're trying to do with it. Like, the, the writer himself looks a lot cooler than the first one. He looks real, well, not real, but he looks, you know... It, the first one looked like this weird, like, crazy CG skeleton thing and, like, this weird, like, suit costume that was on top of him that made no sense. This one, he looks, he's leaner. He, he looks kind of like a motorcycle rider that happens to have like, a flaming skull. The um, the character Blackout that emerges, who, like, kind of causes things to decay, that was a cool character design. I really enjoyed that. I really like that. The albino yeah, guy? Yeah, the albino guy. Especially because <laughs> I really hated that character before he became him. And then he turned into Blackout, and I was like, all right, this is pretty cool. He's doing stuff. And they had, like, fun with how he decays things and stuff. And then you get to, like, these crazy kind of action sequences where it kind of takes um, Ghost Rider's ability to, to 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 morph things into, like, the hell version of stuff. So, like, opposed to just not be besides just his motorcycle, he gets to, like, a huge piece of construction equipment, and it turns into, like, this hell construction vehicle thing, and he's destroying shit with it he gets yeah i really wanted him to get a piggyback ride from idris yeah. <laughs> yes. he gets into like a car and it turns into a hell version and he's all screaming into the camera and stuff there's just a lot and then you have cage himself who's just absolutely bonkers in this movie cage is like completely over the top turn to 11 rage cage this is the cage i wanted to see in drive angry where, but he was just like way too subtle and like not angry nearly angry enough in a movie called drive angry this is the cage i wanted to see in that movie and here he is and he's he's just yelling and he's either, he literally said on snl last week before this movie came out that every all the dialogue would be either whispered or screamed and he accomplished this like that's the movie that we got but oh man like the the greatest scene is when he's he's uh yelling at that one guy in the yeah, club scraping oh, out the oh, door the one, man, scraping out the is... door <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, but that guy had the best line in that movie. It was like, it makes my balls hurt. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> the, oh, when I was in the theater, the best part was myself and two other friends. And in front of us were a bunch of like 13-year-old kids. Yeah. Like, they were young and they were like laughing in their remote. I was just staring at them like, look back here, kids. This is your future. Because <laughs> they were pumped. Honestly, guys, the movie ended, standing ovation. <laughs> oh, they were so into the movie. They were laughing at all the dumb jokes we were laughing at. It was awful. This movie is oh. full of like, yeah, no, it's not. I mean, granted, I had a lot of fun. I was with my friends. I was watching this movie at midnight because I wanted to. I wanted to go see it, and I had a blast watching it. Now that said, I can't. You know, it's not good. It's not like it's not the defining superhero movie of our generation. But it, I had fun watching it. And if like, if you have a group of friends and you kind of, you know, you like movies like this or you like the crank films or something like that, you could probably you can. There's stuff to glean out of this that's you know fun to watch. I think Neville Dean Taylor's style, I think that comes through in this movie. In a... Well, here's a question. Did you like, did you find this as enjoyable as the Crank films or less enjoyable? I would say less enjoyable just because those Crank okay. films, they're made, they're basically just guerrilla action films. That's how those Crank films are, and they're R-rated. Yeah. So that it's just literally, yeah. it's Neville Dean Taylor working with a low budget, doing whatever they want to. There's no restrictions on them there. So they can, yeah. they can do what they need to to get Jason Statham to do crazy things in the streets of L.A. With Ghost Rider... There's obviously there's more to it because they have a big budget. They have a lot of they have studios they're working for and they have to abide by certain standards. But with that said, and like some of this is in like some of that sizzle reel footage that I've seen at like Comic Con that's like now kind of finally circ- circling the net. 
like you can see these guys how they work they literally like strap on rollerblades and will hang on to the back of a motorcycle while filming the reverse direction to make sure they get a cool shot or they'll you know fly themselves off a dam behind a stunt guy look like attached to harnesses so they can get cool shots behind things i always i want to i'm more curious to see the behind the scenes documentary than i am to watch ghost rider again honestly because i just really dig how these guys make their movies but i think if with with you know with with the studio you know limiting them to you know do only so many crazy things as opposed to going completely insane on the sets of crank films or I guess Gamer which I hated actually I hate Gamer a lot but I mean it comes through here it, enough to to make it very, to make the film constantly moving I guess that yeah. like cold opening though everybody started laughing like when Idris Elba is just flying off the cliff yeah. I don't know why oh yeah <laughs> everyone just started cracking up because it's like it's awesome it's just this weird amount of it's awesome like, it's retardedly awesome I guess it's just... here's here's a question do, do you realize who Idris Elba was playing in this movie negatory he was playing Jean Reno like that's who he was, he was that's that's who I kept thinking of every time I saw Idris Elba with his French accent it was like he was playing a char- like a character Jean Reno would play back in like the 90s interesting. This this guy in the theater, um, the, the whole beginning sequence, <laughs> at the end of the, the scene, this guy was like, "That wasn't Nick Cage." <laughs> <laughs> He's way too black. <laughs> what did yeah. you guys think of the animation stuff going on in the movie? I liked it. I, liked oh, I loved it. it. Yeah, I, I was actually pretty engrossed with it. Uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, if you ever watch like on YouTube, uh, Showtime puts out Dexter early cuts, and it reminds me of that. Um, in which you know it, it's actually pretty cool um there are like six minute clips of how dexter first started killing people uh dexter the the, the serial killer tv show but i liked it a lot not dexter is that not, not, not dexter's, dexter's laboratory, laboratory. <laughs> not dexter's lab no no not dexter's okay, lab okay. Later, okay. I just dexter, want to get the later says the later seasons of dexter's laboratory were really weird um nick cage needs a, an oscar for this role i'll tell you I that just, much i should be just putting this in as his highlight reel for when he gets his 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 grand lifetime achievement, lifetime achievement. Oscar. Yeah. Like, what's what's just as amazing? Not so much as like when he freaks out, but the fact that he's just so like straight faced, <laughs> yeah. calm when he's describing the Ghost Rider. Like he's like making an omelet or something. Like the it, it's amazing how just deadpan he is. And that said, then he gets to the scenes where he turns into Ghost Rider, where he's literally. Like, this is where I wish this movie had better 3D, because the scene of him riding on the motorcycle as his face is, like, just pushing and pushing towards mm-hmm. you with, like, crates. Oh, yeah. Pushed. That would have been amazing if, like, if freaking James Cameron had the 3D in that scene. Wait, so did you guys all see it in 3D? I saw it in 3D. I saw it in 3D. Yeah. I was the only one who saw it in 2D yeah. then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't, I didn't, it was, I don't know. I only paid $8 for a matinee, which was totally worth it for me. Um, uh, I don't like. I liked a lot of the scenes in it. Um, I didn't really expect to see the first like three minutes of the movie where they were narrating everything to see um an animated chiseled man ass of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I was not expecting that. I was hoping that uh, would, well, it did come back. I guess later on in the movie, but I was hoping, I was hoping, I was hoping it come back in live action in some way. Ew. Uh, <laughs> yeah, weird, he's got weird fetishes. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it's better than a. Uh... Green Lantern. I'll give you that much. Yeah, I think it was like uh, on the on the thought of it being funny, entertaining in a in a really dumb way. I thought it was better than Green Lantern. Yeah, when when it was screened at uh, But Numathon, I heard, I heard horrible things about it. How people were saying that it was worse than the first one, and uh, that it was the worst movie of the year. And it was unbearable, and those people are nuts. Yeah, well, like 
granted, it's not, I mean, again, it's not like a great movie by any means. Like, I had honestly I had difficulty rating the movie in the written review. I have no idea, like, what rating really applies to a movie like this. It's just so bonkers and off the wall that, it's like, <laughs> you just need to have the right person to want to go and see this kind of movie and find ways to appreciate it. But the first Ghost Rider, the main problem I have with that movie, which Alan and Abe, I think we, you know, we've all kind of established this on the commentary for it, is that there's no, nothing really happens for a lot of it. Like, it's really a boring film for one that's you know, supposed yeah. to start Nicolas Cage as a flaming skull motorcycle rider. That's, like, the biggest problem is that it's just yeah. boring for a lot of it. So this movie, at least things are constantly happening. Like, for every clunkily handled exposition scene, there's some crazy thing that happens next up. Like, it's just... There's, there's so much more personality to a film like this as opposed to how, you know, kind of cookie-cutter origin story the first Ghost Rider film felt. Mm. That's true. There was, like, more action all throughout. Even the music was getting you all geared up for action. Agreed, Especially, yeah. like, early on, like, the music is all very pumped up, and you feel as though, oh, something big's going to happen, something big's going to happen. And it kind of gets there soon enough, but, I mean, for the most part, I mean, they're laughable and enjoyable, but again, I didn't hate it, like, Sucker Punch hate it, where I was just sitting in my chair thinking, when is this going to be over? Because I think Nicolas Cage being crazy is somewhat appealing. Yeah, I definitely do. That's, like, I, I, I love watching Nick Cage on screen when he's just being crazy. Like, I like Nick Cage in general. I think he can't, when he chooses the right movie, he can be very good. He's He has... Weatherman. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah represented Weatherman. just recently. Like, there's... There's plenty. It's it's very easy to pick on the movies that Nick Cage is you know crazy in or that you know ones that are just you know easy to make fun of. But there are a very there's a high amount of very good movies that have Nicolas Cage. But that said, a movie like this, I'm completely on board of seeing Nick Cage just be crazy if he wants to be. Like this is the kind of movie that suits that. And I was. It's not like him being serious would make this movie better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Like that's why I find it acceptable. Like I'm not gonna go see Bangkok Dangerous. I don't care. But there's no need for him to be like subtle. There's no need for him to really act. If you, it's I don't know. Like, did you guys like this one better than the first one? Of course. Oh yeah, I did. I absolutely yeah. did. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't finish the first one. Like this movie was quick. It was action heavy. There were a lot of terrible moments in it, but I still was <laughs> was was going with it. I still enjoyed it. I still had a lot of fun with it. I just don't know if I'd ever watch it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, why, what am I saying? Of course, I'm gonna watch it again. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we're all gonna re- reunite to be together one day and wa- play the commentary for the Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. I am down for that. When they make um, the Spirit of Vengeance, sir, yep. I will. I will be here for <laughs> the, that. The extreme cut. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Ghost Rider Black and Blue. <laughs> Since yeah, I, I just like kind of added a lot of random stuff into the film. Um, I, it just seemed like Chiron Hines and Idris Elba were kind of wasted in it, though. I, don't, I liked it. I think Idris Elba... I liked it in it, but I think they could have got anybody else. It just makes me feel like for Nicolas Cage to be in a bad movie is fine, but to have all these other actors in a bad movie, it lowers... It might hurt them more than it will hurt Nick I Cage. Think, I think... I kind of disagree. I think Chiron Hines, I think he, he he's hamming it up in there. Like, he, yeah, I could I could agree that he no, he's, he's not necessary. Like, he's just kind of... You can put anybody in the. He's certainly better than Peter Fonda was in the first Ghost Rider movie. I, oh, there. yeah. But I like Kyra, I like Kieran Hines in, in general. But Idris Elba, I think he I think he was digging the movie too. I think he was having a lot of fun, kind of playing this role as this, as a as a drunken French priest who is like in, involving himself in all. And like he's going on like shooting rampages in this movie. I, I liked Idris Elba a lot in this movie. 
And even though Christopher uh, Lambert was having a good time, and it was like two seconds of screen time. Yeah. Let's <laughs> talk about the Christopher Lambert sequence for a little bit now, because I've been playing uh, Raiden. Play, playing, yeah. Like, uh, let me let me set this up, I guess, because you know, so few people would want want to see this movie now <laughs> that we talked about it at length. Um, Christopher Lambert works. I guess he's like a, a monk for another secrets. Like Idris Elba plays is like. He's a priest for some secret sect of a church that, like, I guess handles all the various antichrist sightings that are going on in the world. <laughs> Meanwhile, Christopher Lambert is, like, the head monk in some other secret sect where, like, Idris Elba believes that he can hide the boy there and they'll keep safe. But no, it, it, Christopher Lambert's character, I don't, what is his name? I don't even know what his name is in the movie. What is it? I don't Meth- know. Meth- it's Methodius. Like... It's Methodius. Yeah. Of course it is. Methodius, like, betrayed. You never even hear that name. Yep. But he betrays them, and he's like, he 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 actually wants to. I don't know if he necessarily. But he wants he wants them. to kill the boy. Basically, yeah. that's his goal. And so, in doing this, and Christopher Lambert, keep in mind, he's playing a tattooed <laughs> monk, <laughs> like completely just all. He's also playing a Tuscan raider. Yeah, exactly. Yes, they're like they're like they're, the the where they live is basically Tatooine. It's basically Tuscan raider <laughs> villages. I can't. And like, sure enough, there was more of them with in larger numbers. And um, so they come out, and they're, like, about to kill the boy in order to, I guess, prevent the arrival of the Antichrist. And he pulls out, like, this this incredibly long scimitar from, like, nowhere. I have no idea where this thing came from. Let alone, under the road. Let alone what it's, like, generally used for, unless they just do lots of, like, child killing on the weekends. I don't know. Well, I, honestly, I'd rather they kill children than, you know, do other things that priests are used to do. Well, they're monks, so. They also make great wine, apparently. So- yeah, they make great. Yeah, they. Have, well, how else are you gonna talk the kids into their sanctuary? <laughs> they have two thousand year old wine, like hiding in their in their their cellars, their their dirt cellars, I guess. It's a crazy sequence, I, like Christopher Lambert. <laughs> and, and I read, I read that Christopher Lambert did like three months of like sword training to be in this movie. Really? He doesn't know. Three months of sword training. Yes, for, for that, <laughs> for for holding it up once. Wait, wait, he was Highlander. Did he need? I, to that's another question right there. Oh, so he did it. There could only be one time for training, I'd imagine. Oh, question. Did you guys hate Danny as much as I did? Yes. Kid? Well, here's, here's my biggest problem. Why didn't he have an accent? I know! His mom is, like, clearly, like, Czech or something. Well, who? Like, he's and totally she's grown up with him his whole entire life, but he's, he's got this American accent. That just reminds me of, um, of, of Bison in the uh, Street Fighter seat movie, The Legend of Chung-Li, where Bison... Who had who had Irish parents, but was raised all his life in Thailand, has an Irish accent for some reason. That killed me. That was like the funniest. And there's many funny things about <laughs> the Legend of Chung Lee. Case in point, Chris Klein. I didn't even want that, that movie's a masterpiece. You shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's a movie. That's all right. Oh, Giles was in this movie. Oh, no, no, I believe the accent because Mexicans who were born here. Don't know how to speak like they don't know how to speak Spanish, but they still have that stupid accent like "Qué pasa?" That's just how they're raised. I believe so the boy it. Boy has a uh, like okay. American accent in Eastern Europe. Yeah. No, no, the kid. I, I don't like. It's bad if you're if you're chewing up more scenery than Nicholas. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Giles was in this movie for from the beginning. If anyone watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer, I did, I did not. not. Okay. Well, he was. I was happy. I was like, oh, Giles is here. Then he gets killed immediately. So. Poor Giles. Sorry. Anything else about Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance? Or... You know what? Let's talk about some of the action, because I like the action in this movie. I thought some of the... Oh, especially yeah. the uh, the end action sequence, which is basically just a, a big car chase scene. 
uh, which has Ghost Rider, you know, doing his motorcycle thing, and the motorcycle stuff looked pretty cool, and he's like jumping onto cars and fighting people and stuff. I had a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, it was really cool. It felt like a really big video game action sequence. It did, but it felt appropriate for the movie. No, that's, totally not, that's, not, that's a compliment. I was into it. Yeah, I liked it too. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was just, it's kind of a, it's kind of weird how the highway was really desolate, but yeah, yeah it was pretty yeah, cool. That's why they're in East Europe. There's like literally nobody going the other way, that's why nobody going there. Hey, way. they're in East Europe. No one's there. That, that makes a lot of sense now too, yeah. And they're probably like in like the badlands of East Europe. They had to be. There was, there was tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's called East Europe. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry, all you Eastern European Aaron and Abe listeners. That's all right. They're just listening us to get a husband. Jesus. <laughs> um, let's let's um let's talk about the writer. I guess his um his some some of his actions because the writer came and uh, I, I guess I should point out that um, Nick Cage played the writer this time around, opposed to in the first film where I guess a stuntman played him when he was in writer form, and Nick Cage actually played the writer here. Which only added so much, I would say, because the writer doesn't really speak as much as he kind of stares at you intensely or, and does various movements sometimes. That he opens his mouth. He a does. Lot. He opens his mouth quite a bit. Yeah. He's like, "Do I have a cavity?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, there was a scene. Actually, okay, there's two things I want to bring up. The writer. There was a scene early on, though, like when he first. When the when the first like I guess rider scene comes out and he's literally like amongst like a bunch of other bad guys and he's just standing still and then he starts kind of dancing. Does anyone, does anyone yeah, he's just waiting for them to. He's, he's waiting for them to. Attack. He just kind of like he starts shuffling his shoulders and bouncing his head side to side. It's like he's dancing. And I was like, what is? Go- that's a, that's Nick Cage being crazy for there you. There you go. That's Nick Cage being crazy for you. And then there's the other. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. What what? Buying this on Blu-ray. <laughs> Abe, what what? What I didn't like was that uh, they didn't show you, like, you know how there's, like, one scene where he's, like, trying to show all the bad deeds of that one dude before he kills him? In the him. first movie. It's like, I was, I was kind of, uh, no, in the second one, too, like, when they're when they're in the quarry. But um, it's kind of a bummer. I kind of wanted to see, like, those flashbacks. That, that was kind of a cool Yeah, I, got, I wanted to see more of that. That was one thing I was, I was, yeah. I was looking forward to, actually seeing the pen and stare in action, seeing him do that. Yeah, because you know that he was doing it, and they were all screaming because they were, they were so horrified, but... It would have been cool to see uh, that. Hey, maybe in the uh, nice maybe in the extreme cut, we'll see that. We'll see that happen. The <laughs> um, the other thing I want to point out is there's a point there's a part where Ghost Rider gets hit by like an RPG or something. That's and, awesome. And it just freezes him in the air, and he just starts. He just starts. He's just like twirling, he's twirling yeah, in the mid. He's just like stand, He's sitting like he's he's stuck in the air and spinning, and it's like what is happening? <laughs> this is bonkers. <laughs> No, I just think the writer was a really big fan of that Nine Inch Nails closer video. <laughs> See, now I gotta, I gotta put that in the show notes. <laughs> when you had me on your podcast, you had show notes. No, no, no. But then the other scene where he got hit again, he got went flying out. That was cool. No, the action sequences were fun. I really liked them. Yeah, for sure. And there's, you know, there's action. Like this movie starts yeah. and it goes. Like the again, the problem with the first one is there's just nothing happening for like, the first like hour of that movie. It's... Well, even the action sequences that I said in the first one on the commentary, they're just so perfunctory. Yeah, they, yeah, sure. Whereas in this one, you know, they, they were energetic and they actually advanced the story somewhat. The action sequences advance the story more than the actual dialogue. <laughs> the story advance the story, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Um, um, if anybody, anything else before? I'm thinking, I had stuff. Oh, I was thinking about during the movie. Like, do you think that people like 
do you think the Sons of Anarchy would watch this? <laughs> uh, like, yeah. uh, then halfway through the movie, I'm like, what kind of movies would the guys from Sons of Anarchy watch? Well, I'm kind of hoping Ron Perlman this? plays a villain in the next Ghost Rider movie. That'd be amazing. <laughs> and then if, if Ghost, the Ghost Rider tries to hit him in the face, he'd break his arm. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Seriously, that's, that's a thick, thick lip. Like his upper lip there, that thing is like cement. Yeah, it's, it's like a yeah. I really like the look of Ghost Rider in this movie. I was really happy with yeah. like how it turned I really, out. I really, I really like how it turned out. Yeah, it looked more menacing. It did, and it looked like it looked feasible to the extent of a you know flaming skull character can look dressed in leather. Like it looked, like the well. Okay, how does he fill out the jacket if he's just a skeleton? Well, he does. I think he does it more so in this movie than the first movie, where it looks like he's literally like inflated. But this one, he looks a lot leaner. So. Hmm. But to answer your question, I think it's the heat. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't the heat melt the leather? No, because it's hell leather. Yeah, it's ghost hell leather. It's leather. Hell leather. Yeah. Did he ghost punch anyone in this one, Aaron? There, there wasn't much ghost punching. Well, no, he ghost punched Blackout a few times, which is. I want to emphasize how cool I think Blackout is too. I think that that, that decay character is really cool. Like, he is really that, cool. I just I, didn't like the actor, but yeah. yeah, I didn't like the actor when he was you know himself before he became that character. But once he became, got in that mode, I was like, I dig this stuff. Yeah, let's have more of this. Like. There's a fun Twinkie gag in there. Like it was. That was a fun. That gag. was that was that was really. Yeah. I really liked how that kind of played out. But no, I mean Ghost Rider. Yeah, he ghost punched him a few times, but he's mostly using the chains. He was using a lot of the chains. It was a lot of chain whipping. I love the scene when he uh, hits on the nurse. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, the police are outside. <laughs> Let me he's get like, him for you. <laughs> I'm trying to flirt with you. <laughs> it's bad when you have to say it. <laughs> uh oh, we found Jordan. Sorry, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. Okay, um, so anything else about Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance before we kind of wrap up with some kind of rating? <laughs> it's great. Alright, then let's just let's just go to it. So each week we try to kind of rate the movies that we're reviewing out now and kind of give them a, a recommendation based on when you should go and see the movie, so... Instead of like a number or a grade, we kind of go with uh, IMAX theater, dollar theater, Netflix, HBO, or TV, or just kind of forget about it. Now, now this obviously it's it's not for all audiences. I mean that's cleared up to say. So nope. on that scale, Jordan, where would you kind of put that in some way? IMAX. Okay. Uh, no, I mean, I guess for most people at home, for me, the theater. Alan. Uh, if you can't drive in, um, there you go. But pro- probably at home. Abe. Yeah, this is regular TV. Just if it ever came on to like FX or something like that. Yeah, I agree with Jordan's uh, rating. Yeah, you know, for most people, HBO, TV, whatever, or you know, if you want to have a fun time and you're in a certain kind of mood and you can appreciate something as crazy as this kind of movie, I would, you know, go go to the Dollar Theater, go check it out. And it was fun hearing everyone's reaction to it. Yeah, it's certainly. I mean, if you're with a group, if you're not only with a group of your friends, but you know, people like you that you know have some kind of attachment to this kind of film, you could probably have yeah, a, people like you me. could have a you could probably have a good time at the theater watching this movie. So. Yeah. Certainly, don't set the bar too high. That's for sure. Yeah, but it's so just bizarre that people don't know what's coming. So, so listening to their 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 commentary throughout was was worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, yeah, that's uh, that's it for Ghost Rider for now. But now let's get a little to the let's move on to like the technical side of things and go to our box office results. Uh, 
Abe's favorite time of the show. Um, I don't know. You've uh, you've teased it. I have a little bit, I don't too. know if I'm going to like well, it. Well, we'll see. Abe, do you recall what you predicted last week for Ghost Rider? Uh, first place, $42 million. You did say that. Hmm. Um, I said first place, $38 million. Still too high. Gerard actually came closest this week. He cast second place with $20 million. Ghost Rider actually came in third place with $22 million. Pretty, pretty solid guess there. Um, Ghost Rider, basically they had half the budget that the first Ghost Rider film did. Just to point that aspect out. And um, obviously a movie like the first Ghost Rider, which wasn't held very with much high regard, despite being quite a big success at the box office at the time, the I think the energy for it certainly kind of waned down on it. So not surprising that it didn't quite pick up the slack this time around. But yeah, so it made $22 million third place. Safe House actually stayed in first place of $24 million. And The Vow right behind it with 23.6. And then Ghost Rider, then Journey 2, holding pretty strong as well. And then that terrible McG movie, This Means War, with Reese Witherspoon, Chris Pine, and Tom Hardy managed to make money. Then Star Wars. I just call that Reese Witherspoon slut movie. <laughs> I just call it Anne Chelsea Handler. That's what I, I call it that. Oh. Angela Bassett. Yeah. Angela Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason for that um, okay so box office out of the way let's move on to our retro review where we talk about a few films that may relate in some way to the main feature of the week Jordan any uh, films that you can think of that relate to kind of Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance um, Last Action Hero really um, it just came to my mind right now <laughs> uh, Terminator 2 same yeah. I agree that one motorcycle yeah. action and the no, part where they're, like, at the cafe, where, like, the, the father is touching the boy's hair, and then... Nick oh, my Cage God, the tussle my hair, Nick Cage part? Yeah. He's like, what are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, that's one of my favorite lines. I forgot that line. What was it? It was like, uh, there, was a, there was a bee on your face. Uh, yeah, I, like, I didn't want to I don't want to sting you. <laughs> I completely forgot about that until just now. Oh, there, there was a bee on your face. <laughs> oh, God. Abe? Uh, Mission Impossible 2, and the reason I thought of that was because when John Woo made Mission Impossible 2, uh, Tom Cruise had longer hair, it was a little bit more action-y. In this one, Nick Cage has longer hair, it's a little bit more action-y, it's a little bit more out of control. He had um, motorcycle chases. That's true. <laughs> um, Face-off, because I, I, you had some cash to Troy going on with Nicolas Cage and then uh, the Crank films. Alan, you good yet? No, I can't remember. Um, no, the things that reminded me of this movie, like, there were just moments, like, like, Constantine, I can't remind me of Constantine because of the theological elements that they shared. And then I just kept thinking of Sons of Anarchy because I watched that show a lot and he was on a bike. And I kept thinking about Eurotrip and you never want to go to Eastern Europe because the <laughs> Ghost Rider's there. <laughs> and I was thinking just about those, like, oh, I also thought about Triple X because Eastern Europe. that one scene was... <laughs> Yeah, just Eastern Europe. Everything with Eastern Europe. That's all I'm thinking about. Um, so I just, I was honestly so focused on this film and how it was just this movie. It just freaked me out. The thing that I kept thinking about was Punisher War Zone. Yeah, that's mine. That was mine. Pun- Punisher War Zone. Exactly. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I just except because they didn't take it seriously. It was just really, really showy, and just it's just kind of the same. Where it's just like terrible but awesome at the same time. And you can't really recommend it, but I own Punisher Warzone. So do I. <laughs> but um, it's 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 a oh yeah no it's just kind of that same kind of fun dumb 
and both the, both of them have a supporting character from The Wire in it. Exactly. Yes, so. they do. Yeah. Stringer Bell and McNulty are both. <laughs> so that's all I kept thinking. Yeah, that was the one I was going to bring up, Punisher Warzone, which I decided to watch before I did this podcast just because I wanted to make sure I had it in my mind again because that movie is also insane, and that movie is also very R-rated. Very R-rated. It has crazier deaths in that movie than most of the Saw movies. Like, it's ridiculous how crazy the ghost, uh, Punisher Warzone is. And I obviously thought of the Crank films were on my mind a lot. And also Gamer because I really hate Gamer once again, and I was happy with how much better I like this movie. So is Gamer really that bad? I People apparently like it. I just don't. I don't well, yeah, it's pretty bad. I, I really hated Gamer. It's boring. It's very it is boring. boring. It's <laughs> and I like Gerard Butler and I like Michael C. Hall. Like, there's a lot of good things in it. It's just they don't uh, equate to a good movie. They equate to a movie that I just found disgusting, mostly actually. Really. All right, then um, let's move on to Abe's favorite segment of the show. Is it game time? Yes, it is game time. Majestic. Say. <laughs> I thought I thought so. I thought so. So I I have a special game to play in honor of a uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. It uh I I I made a title for it too. It's called Cage Rage Quotes. Ooh. So th- this is a this is an all participation game, and basically I'm going to read a number of different Nicolas Cage quotes, and you have to guess the movie that it is. I have a good list of them here, and they're mer- they're more not going to say obscure quotes. But they're not the classic Nick Cage quotes, so I can, you know, so there's some level of difficulty to these and not just, you know, saying not the bees and you automatically know it's Wicker Man. But these are all quality Nick Cage quotes regardless. So here we go. I'm going to I'm going to start this off. Anyone can answer when they can. And I'm, I'm of course, going to do this in the Nick Cage accent as well. So because. Yes. Excellent. Yeah, there's no there's no other way to read these quotes, really. So. Um, Rehensile penis. OK, so here we go. First quote. Maybe a banana nut. That's a good muffin. Um, honeymoon in Vegas. Wrong. You mean Leaving Las Vegas? No. no. Those are two different movies. Yeah. Both starring Nick Cage. Neither of them are correct. Uh, Maybe a banana nut. That's a good muffin. Con Air. <laughs> I'm just, uh, that sounds like something you would say, Con Air. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm stumped. Mm. Adaptation. Oh. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to pick, like, bad movies. No, I'm just picking Nick Cage movies. Okay, here we go. This one might be easier. I love pressure. I eat it for breakfast. The Rock. Boom. One for Alan. Put that on the old board. Okay. Okay, this one might be pretty obscure, but we'll see. Some things are true whether you believe in them or not. National Treasure? Nope. Sounds all right. It's from the 90s. Some things are true whether you believe in them or not. <laughs> or I can do getting, get, getting progressively angry, Nick Cage. Some things are true whether you believe in them or not! It sounds familiar. Is it a... Not Face Off? Is that from the 90s? Yes. Is it a romance? <laughs> no. So it's not It Could Happen to You? No, it's not. I- it's Snake Eyes. Okay, so let's move on. Ah. Okay, here's another one. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Uh, not really. We, <laughs> it, <laughs> it has a nice opening shot from Brian De Palma. It was a fixed boxing match. Okay, here we go. This one's going to be pretty easy. I came here to drink myself to death. 
Vive en Las Vegas. Family man. Vive en Las Vegas. I'm going to agree with Jordan. Okay, here we go. Here's the next one. Ready. Ready for the big ride, baby. Face off. Face off. Face off. Okay. What a magical heap of Navajo horse. Wind talkers. Wind talkers. Wind talkers. Yeah, here we go. I know that movie. Have you, have you seen the, like, what is it, like the three and a half hour director's cut of Wind Talkers? Oh, I own it. Is it three and a half hours? It's, I, I'm not sure how long, it's, long. it is. It's pretty long. Yeah, the, the, or the regular cut's long, so I'm sure that one's. Yeah. Okay, here's the next one. I wish I had two dicks. Bringing out the dead. <laughs> it's not bringing out the dead. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> Captain Corelli's mandolin. <laughs> What else has he done? He can't bully. <laughs> oh, God, I'm done now. Dang. <laughs> Captain Corelli's mandolin. The kids, the kids are sleeping in this extreme Wikipedia. <laughs> World Trade Center. <laughs> the quote again is, I wish I had two dicks. The bad lieutenant. Are you actually trying to guess now, or are you just making? <laughs> no, it that sounds like sense. something that would come from bad lieutenant. It's, <laughs> it's the weatherman. <laughs> oh really? Uh, <laughs> it's the weatherman. I, I didn't remember. I didn't remember. I didn't remember that. That's line. what it's like. Randomly, like he's like just he's like trying to remember the tartar sauce, and he has all these random thoughts going. <laughs> 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 okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've got nothing on me except cuffs. Is that bad, Lieutenant? No. Uh, Eight millimeter. No, God, that movie's terrible. Con Air. Abe, you want to guess? Unless it was something I already said before. No. Oh, is it um oh. the the uh, Matchstick Men? Nope. Uh, Lord of War. Hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. I like that movie. That does make sense. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is my mecca. National Treasure. God, that could be any one of his movies. <laughs> <laughs> this is my mecca. I'll give you a hint. He doesn't have a substantial role in this movie, but he has a great role in this movie. Fu Manchu. Boom. But name the movie. Uh, Grindhouse. No. Yeah, Grindhouse, yes. Oh. The trailers, so. <laughs> Name the yeah. trailer that he's doing that in. Uh, I'm gonna lose points on that one. Nazi Werewolves of the SS. There you go. Werewolf we're, 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 <laughs> no, we're, yeah, we're of the SS. <laughs> okay. They say evil prevails when good men fail to act. What they ought to say is evil prevails. Uh, Lord of War. It is Lord of War. Oh, good guess, Abe. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. You're a nosy Parker, and shame on you. Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men, yes. Okay. To the break of dawn, baby! Hi there. Nope. The Rock. G-Force. G-Force. Um, to the break of dawn, baby! I know that one. Oh, sounds so familiar. Add something to it. Wait, that's like oh, an everyday occasion. Bad lieutenant. Bad lieutenant, yes. 
Uh, I like how that helped. That helped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it did. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Is that also face off? Wicker Man. Nope. I feel like you guys won't get this, so I'm gonna go trapped in paradise. Ah, oh, that was my next early one. Okay, last one. Now switch to Kryptonite. <laughs> Ass kick. <laughs> yeah. His name should be Ass. I, I, I have a feeling Alan won that one. I think he got the most correct. So Alan, I think Alan, Alan won. won. Oh yay! I'm getting your, your copy of Captain Corelli's Mandolin on Blu-ray is coming in the mail soon. The two dick edition. <laughs> 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 easiest joke of the night <laughs> so good <laughs> like the tagline's like it puts a, you won't you won't want to know what kind of wood his mandolin's made out of like yeah I that joke up never mind okay so let's um, move on let's talk about what we're going to talk about next week and it's good deeds <laughs> well Jordan if, if you if you see good deeds you're welcome to come on the show and talk about Tyler Perry's good deeds but Abe and I and uh, the two Marks um, next week in store, we have the Oscar prediction show. Um, so that's one thing. But for, before that, we're going to talk about Wonderlust, the new uh, comedy with Paul Rudd and Jennifer Aniston from director David Wayne, who previously brought us movies like Role Models and What Hot American Summer. And um, yeah, it's a new comedy with those folks in it, members of like a lot of members of the state as well. If anyone remembers, you know, the sketch show, the state. Oh yeah. But, uh, yeah. So that's what we're going to talk about next week, and let's do a little little box office action here, Wonderlust. Um, you know, comedy late February opens the same week as Act of Valor and um, Good Deeds and um, Gone. So, and you still have apparently Denzel's a force to be reckoned with right now because Safehouse is still making money. So, that's what we're up against. What what do we think uh, Wonderlust is going to make at the box office next week? I'm going to say fourth with $9 million. Respectable guess. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, damn you, Abe. Um, you can undercut I'm, me. I am. I'm gonna say fifth with seven. Ooh, equally good guess. Mm. I'm gonna say third with eleven million. Okay. Um, you guys are undercutting what you think Wonderless can do. Uh, Role Models is a pretty good hit when it came out. Yeah, but World Models. Was better marketed than Wanderlust. That's true. Uh, it's an easier sell to role models is an easier sell than what that movie is. Okay, well I am I'm curious how well Active Valor is going to do. So that's hmm. it's like Call of Duty the game. It's going to do great with real Navy SEALs, bro. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'll say second, I guess, and I'll go a little higher. I'll say I'll say 14. Hmm. So we'll see. Okay. See how that goes. We'll see how that pans out. Sure, Abe will probably be wrong. That's the one given that I can go with usually. So, <laughs> so that's going to do it this week for Out Now with Aaron and Abe. You can find more of my work on my personal blog site, thecodeofzeke.com, where you can find my very overlong review of Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, as well as all my other uh, theatrical movie reviews, as well as at ysoblue.com for Blu-ray reviews and other you know reviews from all the other guys over there. And you can also find me at twitter.com slash Aaron's three. Abe? Uh, you can find more of my work at walrusmoose.blogspot.com, twoanimals.walrusmoose.blogspot.com, and twitter.com slash walrusmoose. Jordan! Oh, you can go to damndirtyblog.blogspot.com. Alan? 
You can go to the VHS Diaries at WordPress or dot WordPress dot com. Um, by the time this comes out, I should have a, the next installment. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it should be interesting. It's going to be Aladdin. Ooh. So yeah, right. so it's already written up. I just got to proofread and fix it. And then uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mister DVD. You can find me on Instagram at Heart Alpitations. And yeah, so just uh, subscribe to my blog and stuff. It'll be fun. When I update, it'll be exciting. Cool. Um, yeah, you can find all the other episodes of Out Now with Aaron and Abe on iTunes at hhwlod.com, where you can find our show, all the episodes of our show there, as well as all the other HHWLOD network shows, such as the Walking Dead TV podcast, Legion of Dudes, Half Hour Wasted, just a lot of fun shows about comics and movies and games and fun stuff. You can also find most of the new episodes and sub-exclusives at outnow.podomatic.com. You can also email us at outnowpodcast at gmail.com, where you can praise Alan's knowledge of Nick Cage quotes Praise the ability of Jordan be able to make a Captain's Corelli's mandolin pull, and just praise Abe in general because boy does he need a self-esteem boost. And um, you can also like our page <laughs> at Facebook.com/slash/OutNowPodcast. We have all the episodes are posted up there, as well as all our blog posts that we make and other fun stuff. We like having, I like having you know fun conversations with the people on the on the Facebook page. We had some last week actually; it was pretty cool. And um, yeah, that's uh, gonna do it this week for the show. Uh, so until next time, so long. And goodbye. Goodbye. Love you. <laughs> Jesus.
bet I was the last person you were playing on scene tonight, doll! Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey! No man has spilt more blood in God's name than I. A benevolent God would not ask such things of men! Yes, we did, and yes, we can. Those are 14,000 eyewitnesses! Uh, that is wrong what you did, and uh, you're a nosy Parker, and, 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 and that's no way for a young lady to behave, and... Uh, shame on you! I never misfiled anything! Not once, not one time! You bitches! <laughs> you bitches! Don't drink weaving like that! You're the shit, Alexi. You're the shit. You're the shit. You're the shit. Hallelujah! I think I'm going to. I'm going to save the fucking day.